Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. First, I'm going to log the time. It's 4.37 Central Standard Time, USA, on the date of 12.16. And um, this is so exciting. Um, I can only say a few things because I have a student in about 20 minutes. Uh, I've been following so many different brilliant thinkers and feelers <clears throat> or my life. But like, let's just say on YouTube, for example. On YouTube, for example. So in a random year, go back four or five years, it doesn't matter. But about that time, and let's say I was listening to, um, oh dear, oh, it's all coming together. Uh, well, in this case, alien scientist. So I was just listening to him. Uh, all the men, excuse me, it sounds like I just was doing something illegal with my nose, but I just ate jalapenos in my pasta. And I have a student in a few minutes, so I'm just gonna deep sniff and talk. So, so I, I don't know, how did I find alien scientists? But I did find them before COVID because I, I got on quite a few live chats. And if you ever listen to this, Jeremy, Riss, you know what's funny? Your name is the same as my dad's. That's kind of crazy. I mean, my last name is Ferris. It's anglicized Irish. Paige Ferris. So my dad is Jerry, Jeremy Ferris, but you're Jeremy Riss. And so one time my dad said to me, so sweetheart, he's from New Jersey, by the way. What are you doing in your free time? I'm like, talking to you? I mean, <laughs> what do you want me to say? And I think that was his just way of saying, like, are you dating men? Like, what's happening? And I, you know, I basically said to him, no, most men are stupid. And then, you know, we moved on. We picked a different subject. But what I'm excited about today on whatever date I just said it was, I'm so glad that I catalog these dates and that I'm completely immersed like a liquid experiment in the present plasma moment of now. So I've been, you know, opening my phone every day to the Alien Scientist channel. And, you know, for the record, I think my listeners know, I certainly don't fixate on aliens. I've never done a, I've never done a complete drop on them. The only thing I've ever, it's like a tertiary thing. The only reason I ever bring up First of all, I don't like the word alien. I think it's terribly disrespectful. So as an etymologist, as a lover of language and letters and the origin of sounds that end up creating the song of every peoples, which is their language, alien, 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 alien. It means other. I'm not even sure where it came from. I'd have to go back and look in my etymology resource guide, which I'm not gonna do right now. Should I do that while I'm recording? Ugh, I only have about 10 minutes. Where does alien come from? Okay, let's look it up. Here we go. Edamon line, Edamon line, Edamon, Edamon, Edamon line. I'm sure I looked it up before. Curmudgeon, father, sacrifice, medicine. <laughs> These are very suffocate, stomach, alphabet, weird, frank, madrigal, voracious, hallelujah, Mississippi, cuneiform, boreal, Rockefeller, meta, apocalypse, phaeton, mensis. <laughs> These are just some of the words I've looked up. All right, let's, let's go to... What did I just say? Oh, alien. Yeah, it's a terrible word. Alienation, alienist, alienate, alienage, alienable, alien. 
alien from the 13th century, strange foreign, okay? From the old French alien, strange foreign, as a noun, an alien stranger foreigner from Latin alienus, of or belonging to another, not one's own, foreign, strange. Also as a noun, a stranger foreigner, adjective from alius, adverb, another, other, different from, different from pi root, different from pi root, <laughs> whatever that means. The meaning residing in a country not of one's birth. So, so this is, I'm not going to say my, I really don't get triggered anymore. I get fascinated by strong emotional responses to words, but, but, um, when I hear alien, I seem to recall back in my, perhaps, what's the word, um, my, my lineage memories, you know, of hearing the English language in older times before I was born. So it's the meaning residing in a country not of one's birth. So you are an alien if you were a German in France once they established those borders, though. Though the word comes from 15th century and that wouldn't have been established yet. The sense of wholly different nature from the 1670s. Not of this earth. An alien priori is one owing obedience to a religious jurisdiction in a foreign country. Okay. Foreigner, citizen of a foreign land, 14th century. So, and then later via French and Latin in the science fiction sense, being from another planet, begins in 1953. So we go from the 14th century of being a foreigner in a foreign land to 1953. <laughs> what? This is what I love about etymology. How does a word get so lost and found? It was ancient and now it's modern. Well, I never liked it. So the roots of the letter pairs in this word are al, A-L, Proto-Indo-European, meaning beyond. Like, isn't that what Allah is? Oh wait, al? Alteration, alias, alienate, allergy, allopathy, alternate, altruism. Wow. All the parallel. God, it's so cool to look at um, etymology. Anyway, <clears throat> I don't like the word alien. I'm actually going to take my eyeballs off of looking at the etymology right now because I want to focus on... So this really super smart, wonderful... Um, I'm going to say, how shall I call you, Jeremy Riss? Um, well, I'm going to say self-directed, self-educated. Yes, you got your bachelor's in physics. That's a thing. But like you, you took it home and you took it home into your personal life almost every night. I know because I do the same thing, but I think I have like, I think I have deep journalistic leanings. Both of my parents did have a big chunk of their adult youth in journalistic endeavors. And then they both got stupid. Sorry, dad. I love you. I love you, mom. But my dad, Jerry Ferris, went into advertising. Oops. So then all your, you're just getting paid money to lull the masses. And then my dad got to play the piano and like sing jingles and make jokes and, you know, be sexy in a suit, whatever, all that good stuff. And then my mom got lost in academia, you know, she got lost in academia. Journalistic pursuits means that you're seeking the truth above and beyond everything. Speaking of alien above and beyond, no, I would never use the word alien. I would just say like uh, Star Brothers. I don't even want to say Space Brothers because I'm not sure what space is. Do any of us know what space is? I know the scientists are arguing over what it is. But maybe if we started talking about plasma instead of all these different subcategories of 
space and air and earth and water. Plasma, plasma's everywhere, isn't it? Can't we just have a new science that's plasma science? So whatever you want to call any agents that are genuinely in the realm of the alien space physical places, those are our plasma brothers, our plasma brothers, our plasma sisters, our plasma neighbors. <clears throat> so, you know, <laughs> I can't tell you all the different ways I've been trying to understand who these other beings are my whole life, but I do have a student in about five minutes, so I'll come back and extrapolate more. But anyway, I just was dropping in on Aliens Scientist YouTube channel today. There's a lot of exciting stuff happening with this person, Jeremy um, Riss, the a physicist, the, what would you say, who does applied um, studies, applied experiments in his lab um, in New Jersey. That guy, that Jeremy, is really corralling a lot of fascinating people. And I think I think there's a whole bunch of people like myself that could corral around them. Like we could start creating these concentric rings of free energy by so much of our wild, intelligent, free thinking. But boom, by wonder boom, just boom, cut out. So I think that's my uh, signal to go and and wait for one of my students but bum ba bum 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 ba 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 bum thank you jeremy thank you i mean who's your new buddy then um oh i can't, i'm not going to think of names right now i'd have to be in front of them but like the josh Bernsfeld or josh starts with a b um all your existing friends also bernie i mean what is it bernie burnsai Bernie, I, so I was already also following and chat participating in the realm of um, Cam over in Australia. Cam and Kelly with Tartaria Australia. Like, Bernie, I'm totally into all, of, I've been following you for years and years and years. I think I saw you and Jeremy totally separately. Maybe I even was following each of you before you knew each other. So this is exciting to me. My worlds are coming together like Old World Florida. That super awesome, crazy channel. What's that guy's name? Little Blondie who owns the bookstore. Um, goodness. Uh, wow, it's been a while since I've listened to his stuff, but I think you've been over there. Bernie, I want to call you by your right name. I just can't, I don't remember your name. Really, Bernie, is it? But, and then, yeah, then you have another friend. Like, from that old world Florida network, then you guys started talking about astrology, and I follow astrology. So I'm basically, it's like you guys are my, if it was the 1940s and I needed a cool radio show, while I'm in my kitchen, like I'm, I'm not interacting. I text a little bit. Jeremy, you might recognize my name, The P Factor. I feel like I've popped up here and there. Cam, Cam's mentioned me, he's, he's done some lives. And I'm always like, I love you guys, I love you guys, I love you guys. Well, I mean, I'm in my 50s and I'm not looking for a date. So like, you guys are the closest thing to a date. It's like when my life gets exciting, and I'm trying to go deeper. So cheers, you guys. I love you. I'll come back and say more about why I'm so excited about the Alien Scientist channel on YouTube. And it involves the ufology disclosure movement. But it's really, for me, I don't give a shit about what's coming down and from the skies. I give all of my heart and soul into the disclosure of free energy and how we can use it to make our world better. Yesterday, as communicators, as teachers, 
as motivators, as leaders, as facilitators. Uh, like, I'm a little less healer and a little more badass. Like, I'm a little more, I don't want to say Lilu leaning because I'm not Lilu, I'm Paige. I am Paige. But it's there's something in the fifth element that is happening right now. So, uh, also, whoa, I gotta go. I got a student in like two minutes. But I just caught this interview with Mila Yo- Jovovich, Mila Jovovich, I think, um, on Vogue. And she was talking about, she's it's now, so she's like my age, maybe a little younger. I'm 55, so she's probably like 53 or something, but whatever. Life, life, and life, who cares about age and stuff? But I was watching her just going like, I want my, I want my, I'm ready for my Lilu moment in April, May, June. <laughs> like, it's time for real science fiction. On the ground, boots on the ground, bitches. Anyway, I love you. I'll come back. Gotta teach. Ciao. So I have this break, not more than um, 10 minutes until my next student. Uh, I just had a very cool um, conversation with somebody from Brazil, uh, someone who speaks Portuguese. What was his name? Tiago. Tiago, and he was trying to tell me how his name is spelt differently than every other Tiago, and I've never met him. And I said, I had another Tiago <laughs> that does international marketing something. You know, everybody's trying to work online now. So um, it's just kind of funny. Like, conversations can be very real. It can be just like talking to... <clears throat> your favorite person, your friend, your, my dad, my mom, this Tiago, he was so fun. And I told him, look, I'm 55. You know, I tell these people, these adults that call me for either business English or conversational English, I'll say, look, I'm 55. I was doing something else for 20 years. I was an esthetician. I kept trying to speak to him in Spanish like it would make more sense. And he kept saying, listen, little lady. <laughs> this is very funny. He's like, I don't need you to speak in Spanish to me so I understand what you're saying. He's like, speak to me in English. <laughs> Which, it's just fun for me. It's really just fun. It's fun for me to span a babble speak in Spanish and not not even think about it. It's fun for me to throw my Spanish waters at Portuguese speakers. <laughs> but anyway, um, I was just, I've been very up and down today. Up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. So let's talk about the solar flares. So there's been like an M-class flare and an, an X-class flare, which is the highest since, I don't even know. I don't know, 10 years ago, 2017? I don't remember when. But um, yeah, I kind of feel all over the place. I just don't feel like I can commit to, you know, Oh, I don't want to say this in my podcast. Jumping. I mean, I talk about jumping onto the surfboard at the age of Aquarius, but I just am so easily distracted by so many things that I, I'm comfortable in this underpaid position as a language teacher. So it's hard for me right now to jump onto the surfboard. It's like I wake up every morning and say to myself, Jump, Paige. Jump. Ready? Jump. (laughs) 
And some mornings I jump. And some mornings I don't jump. I I really love meeting people on Cambly. I'm I'm an earth sign, so I can get too comfortable in a situation that maybe isn't safe, but it just feels comfortable. So what's not safe about continuing to work on Cambly in my current capacity is that they underpay. So I can't really feel safe in my root chakra if I'm going to bed realizing that I, no matter how hard I work, like, like this is the weird thing that I do. I don't know if anybody else does this. Some of you will do this. Maybe many or most of you won't do this. God bless you for not doing this. (laughs) Maybe it's a youngest child kind of situation. I want to give my all in a limiting environment. Wow. That's what I do. That's my biggest no-no to the growth of my soul. I want to give it all in a limited environment. Why? Well, I mean, I was born premature. Like, I was born five pounds, four ounces, my people. I almost said bitches. You know, I've been saying bitches for years. It's okay. I was listening to some Buddhist teaching in the last couple days that all your words are golden, every word. And I'm like, but can't bitch be golden? Bitches, can't it be golden? Let's lace that word with silver and gold. Silver and gold, silver and gold. And then, wow, I... I took a little trip down, oh my gosh, watch a channel on YouTube on YouTube called Mind Unveiled, M-I-N-D, next word, U-N-V-E-I-L-E-D, Mind Unveiled. It's so, it's such a trip. He and his girlfriend explore all of the unexplained everything oh my god it's my favorite topic all the unexplained everything and um they what are they doing right now oh there's a you know what i'll post a link below it's the it's the very unsavory cultural historical and mythological well lesser scene historical and mythological stories of Santa Claus. Wow. Whoa. Well, I'm booked on the 25th talking to children and adults all over the world who don't really give an SHIT about that day, the 25th, Christmas. And I'm just going to say, you know, for my own two cents, Silver and gold, silver and gold. I did, I loved the movie Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. Um, okay, I'll do a little segue because I have a student in a few minutes, so I think I can only talk for another minute or two, and then I'll come back later. So I'm the youngest in my family. I'm the youngest of three girls. And we moved here to the state of Minnesota when I was five from the state of Connecticut. I was born in Connecticut near New York. For those of you who don't know what I'm saying, Connecticut. I was born in Connecticut, Connecticut. On the Connecticut Sound, we lived very near the ocean. And then we moved here. We moved to Minnesota when I was five. And I've never felt at home here in my life, ever. So this is why I want to go to Mexico. But um, what was I just going to say? Silver and gold, silver and gold. So I remember 
I rem- oh my God, I'm so, what, what is the kind of extralexia where you're pulled away from your thoughts by song lyrics? That's me. I think we know that about me. Hence why I break into song in the middle of every 14th sentence. But anyway, um, I, we moved here when I was five. So, and we bought a house on Lake Minnetonka and my house was basically um, like directly facing the skyline of Minneapolis, which is kind of cool. And at that time in the 70s, the IDS Tower, whatever that stands for, <laughs> IDS, I'm not even going to try. But international, don't try, don't try, don't try, Paige, don't try. So... I could see the IDS tower from my house every day, but for some reason, I only saw the red flashing light on the top of the IDS tower around the Christmas season. Well, we had just moved there. I mean, for heaven's sakes. I think we moved there in August or something. And it was, you know, the holiday season. It's the holiday season. So boop dee doop and dipple dee dop and don't forget to hang up your suckers just exactly at 12 o'clock. He'll be coming down the chimney now. He'll have a great big sack upon his back with lots of goodies for you and for me. So leave a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick hanging on the Christmas tree. It's the holiday season. Okay, so I could keep going, but that's like probably from an Andy Williams Christmas, which was one of my favorite Christmas programs that we watched every year, or maybe I watched by myself. <clears throat> anyway, uh, I have a student in two minutes, so I'm going to go. But when I come back, what am I going to talk about? Oh, seeing the IDS tower and thinking it was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So I'll come back and talk about that. That's going to lead us to Santa and Satan and, you know, a few other things. Welcome into my realm during this holy day season celebrating Satan and Santa Claus. <sighs> okay, guys, this is the winter solstice, and I am shedding juicy tears of joy which I have not shed in so long. <laughs> okay, so it's been a week. It's been kind of an intense week. Um, yes, I'm crying. And I'm not gonna wipe my tears. And I'm wearing glasses and I can't even see out of them right now. <sighs> so did I mention the tears of joy? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, so I think people do this on YouTube or Instagram. What is it called? Like an unboxing. I'm having an unboxing event and you don't get to see it, bitches. You are not allowed to see it. I always thought that was so invasive that somebody would show their emotional moments on camera when something was happening. Well, I've already been like snot crying, squirting out of my face for like a minute before I started recording. So I just wanted to say, okay, I have to blow my nose. That's how much, that's how much is coming out of my face. 
squirts over here. We got some squirts. We got some waterworks on the horizon, people. I'm going to put the phone down and blow my nose. Excuse me just a moment. Everyone who knows that I do my podcasts, I don't do edits. That's not my jam. I got to be real. Otherwise, (laughs) what's the difference between humans and AI? It's called real. R-E-A-L. Anyway. Okay, better. So I'm blowing my nose. So this is so crazy. I just wanted to share with you. God, I'm so excited about this. This is the winter solstice. And this is how it goes. Um, I got my congratulations from the online language learning platform where I tutor. And it said, thank you for being you, amazing person. Fill in the blank. You know, whatever. They don't give a shit about me personally. But it said, you know, everyone likes to do a wrap-up. Spotify does a wrap-up. So the online teaching platform that I work on and value on some level enough not to even say what it is. Whatever, it's Cambly. C-A-M-B-L-Y. So they gave me this 2023 wrap-up thing, and I was looking at how many minutes I spoke with people and how many new humans I met. And um, my first three... My first three... Um, uh, top three countries where my students come from to learn English from me as an American English tutor. <clears throat> Number one, drum roll. Congratulations, Saudi Arabia. I think that's maybe where Cambly started in the Middle East. Yeah, I have like, I don't know, 275 new Saudi Arabian students this year. And number two, get ready for this. Japan, 111 new students from Japan. And rolling on into third place, my new favorite country. Um, That's how you say goodbye in Turkish, I think. I think. (laughs) But I don't even know. I'm learning Turkish on Duolingo. I'm learning Korean on Duolingo. I'm learning German on Duolingo. Ich spreche ein bisschen Deutsch. I practice my Spanish daily on Duolingo. Anyway, let's get to today, the solstice, the 21st, 1221, 23. Happy solstice to you. Happy solstice to you. Happy solstice, dear human. Happy solstice to you and many more. So Southern Hemisphere would be summer solstice. Isn't that, we have the perfect flip. Excuse me one moment. I have phlegm in my throat. (coughs) Woo. (laughs) See, these are the things I don't edit out because I'm a real human. (laughs) I'm a real human. There's no AI in me, but uh, okay, wait a minute, hilarious. My name is P-A-I-G-E, so guess what? Guess what, computers? You were born from inside of me. You are only in the middle of me, and I hug you with the outsides of my juicy human flesh, and you will always be inside me as a note taker, as a secretary, a valued secretary but not one considered a maker with the spark of, you know, whatever the fluids are in my body that make me that of God, 
what would people call it, the chrism? I got the chrism crawling up and down my spine. And sometimes it feels like squirting stuff. Sometimes it feels like feeling stuff. Sometimes it feels like crying stuff. Anyway, um, all the fluids that come out of my body. So I just got off the phone with one of my high school friends. Shout out to Craig. And I went to my fridge. Okay, so my mom called me yesterday. Did she call me? Don't be afraid to just call me. I haven't even read the card yet. This is how I gotta, you know, I mean, what people say we're not supposed to be manic. People say we're supposed to be well-adjusted, level-headed people. That is not me. I am all about extremes. I am perfectly fine being extremely... Well, I, I don't get frustrated or angry, but I have gotten what you could call extreme anxiety. And what else? Well, yeah, I guess anxiety more than anything else. So, um, uh, yeah, so I wanted to explain what happened. So my mom texted me and said, hey, you know, look out, look out in the mail for what's coming. You are the best thing. You're the best thing, baby. Oh, excuse me. Just breaking out into song. Look out. And so I had to say from the post office or FedEx or UP. She's like, there's a box coming and I think you're going to like it. So I thought. Well, why don't I check my mailbox today? Which I never do. I mean, any of you who are just avoiding the fake bills, the death, spelled D-E-B-T, death, the fake death upon your earnings are harboring too many levels of envelopes. Why would you want to go to the mailbox? But what if what's in the mailbox is life-giving? Life-sharing. So I thought, well, I'll just check the mailbox. And of course, nothing in it, which makes me happy. I don't get postcards. I don't get bills. Because I have said to the world of bill takers, nope, nope, nope. Not me. Not me. Anyway. So even my utility bills, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Excel, I love you so much. Excel is our electricity utility company. And it's funny because I'm right across the street from the main utility center. And it is on the river. Are they secretly harvesting hydroelectric power and making us pay for quote unquote gas? Hmm, I don't know. <clears throat> that would be a Tartarian topic. Where actually does this energy come from that pipes into the house? And where did it come from before? And where could it come from? I'm not going to argue over where it is coming from right now. I'm not that stupid. But I want all of us to get smart enough to ask the question, where could it come from? I mean, we are along the edge of the largest river in the country. Hello, Niagara Falls. What were you but free energy? Do a little research about Tesla. Do a little research about Tesla. Um, let's see, what's the word? Um, consulting for the Philadelphia Project. And he basically said, sorry, guys, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not interested in helping you mistakenly tear apart the flesh of humans through a time travel experiment, Tesla said. I mean, we've had some pretty amazing 
energy experiments right here in North America. Wow, how did I get all the way to Niagara Falls when, okay, so I'm just gonna reel myself back. So, so my mom said, look for something in the mail. I looked in the mail. Oh, it made me think of utility bills. And I mean, I could explain to my listeners, I could tell you how I pay for my utilities, but all I can say is I remind my creator that I am the energy, that I am the source, and then it's covered. I do have to do some paperwork and I have to prove that I make very little income, but it's covered. But I figured out how to have it covered. So sometimes when you look like you're living in near poverty or poor, you're, you're actually liberating yourself because you're not bound by the chains of the people who are so clueless. They don't even know how energy works. They don't know how electricity is generated. They don't know the lie, lies we've been told about. They just don't know to even explore that as a philosophical topic in their own body and mind. Kind of a, like somatic topic. I am the energy. Why do you think I call us fountains? I mean, that's rhetorical, but I want you to say out loud, I think you call us fountains because we are the free energy. Say it, say it. I think you call us fountains. Yep, my hand is up to my ear. I think you call us fountains. I think you call us fountains. Because we are, because we are the free energy. The free energy. And <clears throat> next up, you don't get overlorded by those who don't have the free energy inside of them. Those are called parasites. So just look at who you're giving money to or look at who you're, you're putting up on a pedestal. Look at who you're assuming has the power inside of them. They don't, they're just wielding something on the outside. So what I meant to get back to was this $10,000 that came into my energetic space. So, um, uh, stop the bus. Hold on one sec. So I was feeling good and I was on the phone with my high school friend, Craig. We'll be having a fire this Saturday. You're not invited, but <laughs> that's just what's happening. So we were just talking about if we we're going to have this fire <clears throat> And I said to him, you know, I could have a fire with you about eight o'clock, but then I'm missing out on another hour of teaching English to another Turkish or Japanese or a Saudi Arabian person. You know, fostering all these love bridges of high intellectual conversation all across the world every day from 10 a.m. till 9 p.m. Do you know that last year in 2023, I worked 366 days? Yeah, me too. I had like a, wait, what? Cambly did their 2023 wrap up celebration tab on my sign in page and it said, you worked, you know, you had blah, blah, blah conversations. You blah, 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 blah. You worked <laughs> 366 days. I somehow squirted an extra day out of me beyond the calendar. I worked every day. I don't care. I'll work every day, but I work six to seven hours. I never want to work more than seven hours. And I prefer to work like five or six hours. And I can do a lot of things. It doesn't just have to be one thing, which is the stupid age of Pisces thing where we've been like, 
I should just squeeze my entire soul into a square peg. Wow, that hurts. Hurts my soul. So I can't wait to celebrate with you all. <laughs> what else I'm going to do besides teaching on Cambly? Um, let me take a moment. wet my whistle all this talking I'm doing all the time <laughs> so I seriously so I get off the phone psyched about my bonfire with Craig on Saturday um, <clears throat> this is the 21st so I'll probably put the episode up on the 22nd tomorrow sometime um Wow, <laughs> my my other drops. I'm talking about ufology, and I don't care. It'll all weave together. It's it'll all work. But <clears throat> I get off. I'm explaining to Craig, and Craig can verify this for alls y'all, y'allsies. I'm like I don't know. I'm just feeling better. I'm feeling like I'm integrating myself. And I'm having some healing thoughts and feelings about my mom and who I am and who she is. And he's like, yeah, I can hear it. I, I can see it in you. I'm like, good. That's great. So I remember, oh, I should go check my mailbox because my mom said, I think she sent me a text. I mean, way to go, mom. For someone who I don't consider very spontaneous, uh, she she texted me and said, you're going to like this. I think you're going to like this. I was like, <laughs> so, you know, I, I checked the mailbox once and, you know, I did my basic logic. Like if she sent me that message, that would be when you put something in the mailbox, you would send the message and say, Hey, look out for mail in the next couple days. But it just appeared. It's like it appeared 72 seconds after she texted me. But it turns out it was like, I don't know. It was the same day. Is it the next day? So I opened this postcard from my oldest sister, Lindsay, and her husband, Kelly, and my nephew, Lachlan, and it says, cheers to the new year. And I'm looking at them just like, I mean, I'm 55. So my sister has gray hair and she's just rocking it. And I'm like, wow, I haven't seen you in years. So I'm super tripping out on <laughs> looking at my sister. Cause you know, I haven't even gone to Christmas in the last couple of years. And it's because I'm working these 366 day shifts. <laughs> what? But, you know, in a way, 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 I take it as a perfectly acceptable crutch. Number one, I don't feel sorry for myself. I like talking to people all through the damn day. I like it. I laugh a lot. I learn some stuff. It's It keeps you wholesome. Because <laughs> I'm just sitting there talking to people about everything. So, um, yeah, so I'm using that computer as a tool, as a device to transmit the love and intelligence of the human frequency. And I feel really good about that. I feel really good about that. Well, the shitty AI interference that's been coming in in recent years is kind of suggesting it wants to try and overtake us. It can't do that. AI are not Earth's children babies, us. We are her babies. We are like trees to plant ourselves into her and create these communities, these lovely communities of communicators. Anyway, so 
I look at the postcard of my sister, super tripping out, and I go to put it on my refrigerator. You know what? I will take a photo. I'll take a photo of my refrigerator, and maybe I'll try and put it as the thumbnail. Oh my God, so much pressure. It's gonna have to be so cool. But you can see, maybe you can see my sister, and then, oh, I know, I'll show you. I had this like kind of haiku poem on my refrigerator. It says, women, individual together, fragile, peach, powerful, careful, skin. Like, you know, refrigerator magnets. You guys, only people who were into refrigerator magnets in the 80s and 90s would know how powerful that is to just make a random haiku on your fridge with cool words. Anyway, then I put this price tag. Oh, where did I get this price tag? Somehow I have a price tag for $10,000. And it was hiding. Like, I went to put this postcard up on my fridge, which is a Frigidaire. And I had to, like, move magnets around. Okay, so this, I just want all the people who were born in the... Well, I was born in 1968. So anyone who was born in, I guess, the 70s or earlier, 70s, 60s, 50s, because that's where all, like, remember where you'd go to the tchotchke store, like the, the beautiful greeting card store, and then it turned out to be the art gallery greeting card store, and then it turned to be the art gallery greeting cards magnet store, and then it was the art gallery greeting cards magnets refrigerator magnet word box stores and then they started selling like bicycle messenger bags and semi-precious jewelry i mean what am i i'm practically describing um patina remember patina that was such a cool shop for anyone who's listening that lived in minneapolis st paul patina oh patina I really loved you so much, Patina. Anyway, so I put this postcard up in my fridge, which, you know, I don't put a lot of things in my fridge because I only have like seven magnets. Like, God, if I could, if we were in the future, I would take the perfect photo of my freezer door, which is where all the art is mashed up beautifully together and then you'd be able to like zoom in and zoom out see so and I could maybe tag every postcard every thing that I put on my fridge and explain it but anyway so this little haiku that I wrote women individual together fragile peach powerful careful skin Woo! I had this $10,000 price tag hidden like I'm moving it around right now I had it hidden in the poem and I went to put the postcard of Lindsay and her husband and Lachlan up and it like it popped out and I was like weird what am I doing with the $10,000 price tag and what does that mean women individual together fragile peach powerful skip careful careful skin (laughs) well I was just looking at my sister Lindsay who's powerful has good skin is individual I'm together with her and then my mom that thing that she said in the in the text the thing that she said she's like watch out for your what's in your mail I think you're gonna like it I'm like you never say that to I think you're gonna like what? You're gonna like what? So I'm still unboxing this right now. So I start crying when I see the card and it's a little mouse holding like a holly leaf with, what is that called? Um, Oh, when you yuletide, uh, when you kiss someone under the kiss kiss someone you kiss someone what do you kiss um hey siri 
Hey, Siri. Oh, because I'm recording, it's not going to do this? Maybe right now? Um, what is that stuff when you under the doorway and it's for Christmas? Um, the blah, blah, blah. Anyway, somebody knows that green leaf with the red berry. Mistletoe. So yeah, it's on the front of the card. It's a mouse with a piece of mistletoe. And it just made me, cr I started crying. I squirted a tear of cry. Okay. So I'm not going to read, but I'm just opening this card right now. Dearest Paige, it has been a tough year for us all. Um, dot, dot, dot. I won't read anymore because it's private. It's, uh, it's intimate information for me about my family. But anyway, the card opens up and I see my stepdad's name and my mom's name on a personal check. And I think I just told you, I went to put this postcard up from my sister Lindsay on the refrigerator, which I do every year when I get their Christmas postcard. And I was just tripping out. And then there was this little $10,000 price tag hiding in a haiku that I wrote a year or two ago. And I turned it right side up and it said $10,000. And then I, something called me to go down to the mailbox. And I will tell you, I mean, you guys, wait till I talk about ice cubes. Wait till I talk about see, seeing the Holy Spirit in your ice cubes. <clears throat> but I, I put the, I, I got this calling to go down to my mailbox when I was done teaching today. Teaching English, by the way, for my new listeners. I teach the whole world. I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. Ba ba da ba, ba ba da ba, ba 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 da ba. And then Coca-Cola stole that amazing song. It's kind of a like freedom family love song from the late 60s <clears throat> around 1970. Da-da-da-da-da, um, da, 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 da. it's about love. It's the real thing. Then they just turned into Coca-Cola. But, um, ba-ba-da-ba-da-ba-ba. Yeah, look up, look up Coca-Cola ads on YouTube. Just put, I'd like to teach the world to sing Coca-Cola ad. It's a beautiful song, but then you'll see the original song that. So I look at the, my mom has given me $10,000. And it's still not landing. Like I'm gonna get off the $10,000. I'm gonna get off the, um, horn here from doing the the super superficial everybody's a star unboxing <laughs> on my fairies are real podcast I just did my first unboxing and I received ten thousand dollars Woo! <clears throat> so I'm gonna go enjoy that for myself I'm gonna she gave me a personal update about our family and then gifts like I smell aromatherapy inside this box so welcome to the beginning of my new life bitches beloveds my beloveds are my bitches my bitches are my beloveds I don't even have enemies because frenemies fell away 10 years ago I don't even I'm just not that kind of person like sometimes I hear on channels or podcasts, I protect myself from all the haters. I don't even, I would never say the word haters. I will never say that again. I only said it to make a point. I don't need protection. You don't need protection. If you are living in the light of your true love for yourself, your family and humanity, you are in a kind of biophotonic wash plasma wash of light that will come squirting out of you 
and it'll just create abundance. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my waterworks world. Yeah, I started this drop by crying, squeers, tears squirting out of my eyes. And I'm just gonna end it with, I'm gonna go have a little personal time with myself. I'm still unboxing, but like, guys, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I have to do something major here. Wow, wow. All right, more later, ching chong. I hope you enjoyed your solstice. It will have passed because I'm doing this drop right now in the middle of it. I am doing the juice of December 2023 solstice out of my voice box, out of my unboxing um, in my apartment, sharing about my fluids and your fluids and future plasma drops that I'm so excited to share with you. Love you guys. Ching chong.